Hi, everyone. If you want to get lit with us, uh, mm. lit with us. Mm. Uh, the next book, <laughs> the next book that we're reading is Bluebird, Bluebird by Attica Locke. So grab that, throw it in your eyes, in your ears, go to your local bookstore, do whatever you got to do. Go to your local library, whatever you need. It is a mystery book, and uh, I know we never read any of those, so by all means, come come read that uh, before the next episode, and we will talk the whole whole thing through. All right. Bye, everyone. Fuck, I already messed it up. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also drunk. Water here, too. Yeah, let's make some water. I can't believe I finished this uh, drink that I'm allergic to. (laughs) I'm, I'm just happy that you're not going into convulsions. No, just a little bit of an itchy tongue. Maybe some swollen lips. People pay a lot of money for that. Do you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Lit Lit. This is a, a podcast where we read books sober and we talk about them drunk. Uh, my name is Danny Burford. I'm Andrew Clayla. Woo! Um, and this week, uh, we're talking about The Dragons, the Giant, uh, the Women by Wayatu Moore. It is a mm-hmm. memoir. Yes, we're doing nonfiction for one of the first times. We've had, now, as a clarification, in the past, we have done memoir-esque things, like um, the, um, uh, 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 shit. In the Dream House. In the Dream House, sorry. I was going to say The Dream House. I knew there was something else to it. Um, But that one was so um, uh, wrapped in structure and uh, um, uh, creative, like, uh, context and stylistic uh, deviations that it it was definitely fiction as opposed to a straight-up memoir. Um, This is, like, this was in the nonfiction section. This is an actual nonfiction book here. This, this, I, yes, this is very much in the nonfiction section. But I will say that it did grip it and rip it, baby. What are we drinking? And I hope to God that it's not a little something. (laughs) <laughs> no, no. This is a, this is a wipeout from Port Brewing. Uh, you you've had that plenty of times at Bukowski, correct? Wipeout. Yeah, or port yes. in, port in yes. general, right? Because whenever yeah. whenever Port would come through, I would drink it immediately, and it would be gone within like don't, three days. Don't act like you weren't just doing that anyway with anything <laughs> that was on tap. But that in particular, only, only when Port Brewing came port, in. I <laughs> listen, drinking. I never, I, I never ever had any other beers at a beer bar except for this one particular brewery. Um, <laughs> I never drank. <laughs> I've never drank until this episode right now. I, I only drink Fiddlehead and Port Brewing. There it is. That's the line. Probably not that far off, actually. Uh, what, was it, the, uh, what was single the, cut? No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> That's the best guess I had. No, the brown ale that we used to drink. Oh, the banded horn? Or was that? No, it was a different one. It was like, um, I almost want to say I had the word. It's like a nutty brown ale. It wasn't Newcastle, so I don't really no. know. Yeah, no, I know no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware, no. Anyways. Shit, that's going to bug me. That hasn't. Nothing to do with what we're talking about today. God, God no. Yeah, uh, a literal opposite. We'll, we, will, we will loop back to the f- future beer discussions, but... Um, do you want to give this a quick two-sentence summary? 
Oof. You have only two sentences. Okay, so uh, this is way to Moore's memoir, basically. Uh, this is the story. This is the story <laughs> of how she and her family fled Liberia during the Civil War in 1990, ended up in Spring, Texas, and her life eventually in New York, as well as going back into a then flashback chronologically about her mother's time trying to get them out of Liberia. Yeah. So, um, a real, a real, a real life story that, um, is going to be kind of interesting to talk about because we don't normally like a lot of times we talk about stories, uh, that, that we read for this podcast. Like we're talking about like things that we can critique, like, Oh, the pacing and the plotting or the, the character work, like, this is well, someone's life. We, you know, you also, know what I mean? we also can't be like judgmental assholes either, you know, which is like <laughs> really difficult for me because even when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about in this book, uh, if we're not, we don't, there's no characters. I mean, yeah, there are yeah. characters, but like, uh, but like, but, people. That, but not, yeah, exactly. They are real life people. And, then, and this is not to say that we were like looking to pick this thing apart or anything like that. It's just that we're like, there are limits to like what we can talk about kind of casually in one setting and like not at all in this setting because we in no way, shape or form want to offend as uh, uh, talking about like the real people and real things that happened in way to Moore's life. So, um, the most of the conver- the most any any criticisms that we have, we're, we're, we're like we're definitely gonna try to aim towards like the structure of the book or the prose quality or something like that, as opposed to like, man, this story didn't move me enough. Like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Uh, did you like it? Uh, yes, but um, like yes, but I there was something that was missing for me and like, and not, not in a, again, not an applauding thing or something like that. It was, um, so I read one of her other books. Um, she will be King. I think it was called. Yes. Um, and I kind of felt the same way during that book, to be honest. Um, I, I liked it. I liked, I, I generally liked the prose. Um, I liked where it was going. This is obviously a different story. Cause it's like, you know, again, real life, not plot. Um, but there was just something that wasn't pushing it over the top for me. I don't know if it's something that she didn't do or if it was something I was expecting or if there's something that's actually like kind of missing from this retelling. But um, there was, yeah, yeah, there was just something a little bit off for me. Like, are, so are you anywhere near me with this? Or Yeah, okay. I agree. I, I enjoy, I enjoyed the read, um, mm-hmm. but I definitely, there are moments for me. And I think this was my biggest thing is that I got pulled out of this a lot. Okay. All right. Where um, I would be reading it, and it felt it didn't feel like a memoir. It felt, you know, like a uh-huh. first person narrative, like book novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and sure. I've really, really loved that. And I, th- I have apprehensions towards memoirs, and we've talked about this before. Of just mm-hmm. like, like having to feel like it's about people who feel really self important, and that is not this at all. Like literally yes, not this yes, at all. Yes, yes, yes. But. I would find myself like 10, 15, 10 pages in and like getting super, super, super into it. And then I don't even really know what it was, but there would be like a paragraph or a page. And then I would be like, oh, no, this is a memoir. Like, oh, no. Like, and it had nothing to do with the pacing and it had nothing to do with the um, switching kind of back and forth between views and timelines. Mm-hmm. I normally like that in books. Mm-hmm. But I agree. There was like something to it that like, 
I, I would get pulled out of it and reminded that I was reading, which is a big I, thing I, that I don't like to do when I'm reading. I agree with you there, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm, I, and I think this is, for me, I don't know if it's the case for you, this is one of my toughest things to put a finger on, like, like, like the exact type of thing that would make me feel that way. But the idea that you're being taken out of the story and instead kind of like looking at it from an observer's side as opposed to being like down into it. Or it's as soon as I realize that I'm actually looking at a page it's like no but you know what i <laughs> yeah, mean yeah it's absolutely like, it's the moment that like i come to terms that i'm reading and that's yeah. been that was always a big thing for me it's like when i read i picture myself like in the story yeah not, not always as the main character but like yeah, i sure. can like picture myself like in that storyline or in that you know whatever even if it's like an experience that i haven't experienced like anything like whatever but like I can only see myself in that role. And there have been plenty of books where something will happen. And then I realize that I've read the same paragraph like three times. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me a couple of times in this book. There are plenty of times though, where I was just like, it's a heavy book. So I wasn't reading like a hundred. I mean, it's not even that long. I wasn't reading like 60 pages at a time without stopping because sure. it's so heavy. Yes. That, that, that for sure. Um, there's, like the uh, for 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 anyone who is listening to this who hasn't read this, like the the um the story is basically starts with her five years old, uh, when civil war breaks out in Liberia, and the flight of her family away from their home, and um eventually to her mother's uh um family's ho yes. home home village, yeah. um. A Vi village called Lai, I believe, um, and or, or L A I. I don't. I, I, I apologize if I'm if I'm fucking up the pronunciation. But um, then after after that, it shifts into her as a you know twenty something ish person in New York, uh, like you know grad schoolish age or post grad schoolish age, and then eventually with and she makes a return trip to liberia um as an adult and she and she sees her grandma for the first time and since i believe living in the country in the, in the first place um and then it flips to her mother's perspective for the end of the story mm -hmm. um and i think we'll talk we'll talk about the structure of this in a, in a, in a bit because yeah, i have a little definitely. bit to say about that but um i I also felt like there were those moments where it was kind of pulling me out of the story. And I don't know if it was kind of like an overly um, accentuated uh, storytelling from a young point of view from her, like trying to, like from her really trying to hammer home, like her youth and her innocence of five years old or her dependency on her family or her uh, lack of understanding about what was going on. But there was something that would kind of like, yeah, bring me back out of it and make and make and make me realize that like she was crafting this story even as she was telling it as well. I so while I was reading this and found myself doing that, I kept on trying to say to myself, "Are you feeling this way because you have told yourself you don't like memoirs?" Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like, are you are the moment that it becomes more memoiry or traditionally more of like a sure. memoir are those the points where you're like oh man but like you're fucking reading a <laughs> memoir you know like we sure. made this decision to do it and so i was like okay you have to like just i i i really i enjoyed it i don't want this to sound like i did yes enjoy yeah it. yeah we we are we are going to we are going to i think specify some things that we didn't like um 
and I, I'm fully with you. I also enjoyed this. So, so don't take away the negatives from this more than the, the positives. But I think that we're trying to zero in on some of the off feelings that we had about it. And so we might end up talking a little bit more about the things we didn't like as opposed to things we did like. It's, but It's yeah. also going to be a really, I don't want to say weird, but different type of episode that we've done. Because yeah. we can't do like a character section. We're not going to do like a real big like plot section we're not gonna do like it's it's a real story it's a it's a real person so it's the conversations that we're gonna have about it and it's also a story that like we are so like like it's so like foreign to us yes like yes it's a situation it's a situation that you know, we, I honestly couldn't, I couldn't fathom for myself mm-hmm. and I, and a lot of people cannot fathom. And I think that that, this story touches on that a lot, Yes, especially when she's in elementary school in Texas. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, and, and when her mother's trying to go back to Liberia in, in, in that section of the, of the telling of the yes. story and like the conversation she has with people about like, you know, why are you going or why do you feel like you need to go back? And it's yes. like, my what are you talking yeah. like but like that's I, the, the disconnect between our world you know quote unquote and that world fuck the the, <laughs> the moment that um her when um <clears throat> Weatu was in elementary school and was embarrassed of her mother yes and her that mom was, was like yeah. you are like you are yes. african like yes. you are african and she's like don't let what the history books show you as don't let that determine who you are. Like, oh, so we're not... skipping. So we're skipping sections, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought that 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 scene to me, yeah, um, highlighted what what I think a big portion of this book was about is that this story is so not necessarily unique because I know like a ton of people have, you know, unfortunately had to go through this, but. Someone who has the ability to tell the story and everything yes, too, yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's a it's an experience that you and I can't really relate to on yeah. any levels. Which is which, which is what which is why let's be you know we're we're trying to talk about this more as like a um a work of art or a, you know a piece of literature as opposed to the actual like you know again story of this because you know. <sighs> If you if you read through this and you think like, oh man, there wasn't enough tragedy in this, like you're a missing the point and b being a real fuckhead, you know, <laughs> you know, like there's, there's a ton of fucking tragedy. There's a ton of tragedy, but like like, like you know, oh, there wasn't enough like close familial tragedy. Like, fuck you, like that's, that's absurd. And I like the point that she does make at the end uh, of of the book about how like not every story is. Yeah. Heart skipping sections are all right, fair enough. Well, why don't well, so we're gonna we're gonna bump around with this a, a decent amount, I think. Well, we're talking about structures, talking about some of the timeline work and stuff like that, but we're talking about now. Why don't we talk about some like favorite scene stuff then? Is that, is okay. that fair? Yeah. Uh, do you did you have a particular one that you that like either either one that really stood out for you or like a theme that like carried a couple scenes for you or something like that? So I have two. Uh-huh. Um, one of them is one carried throughout. So I'll, the the one that's like much more like held in position was the scene with Johnny Boy. Sure. He makes the comment about her hair. Yes. And that was the first time that you ever see her snap yeah. in a way. But not even snap. That makes it sound like 
that he didn't deserve it. Like, oh, she, yeah, or like she's being unreasonable or something. Yeah, no, 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 like, no 100%. Like, so Johnny Boy, Johnny Boy had said, oh, it was this whole thing of um, she was, she had taken her braids out and she was taking a shower and he was making comments of like, oh, well, like better cancel plans. Yeah, yeah. Or like, don't, it was, don't you wish you had hair like mine? That's the one that did it, yeah. And she said, what the fuck did you just say? And then he was like, I'm sorry, it was a bad joke. I'm sorry, it's such a bad joke, such a bad joke, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then the next paragraph, she was like, Johnny Boy has been very nice. <laughs> and so that scene for me was like, yeah, one of those experience, like it just so, highlights so, so just- many for a little background again, either if you haven't read it or if you haven't read it, read it in a minute, um, Johnny Boy is a white guy that she dates while she's in, in, in living in New York City. And um, he makes a big show about like, oh, I'm not like, you know, I'm okay with you. With, with you. I'm, not, I'm not like one of those guys that doesn't, that, you know, doesn't like people of other cultures or blah, blah, blah. He has to keep on talking about it because he thinks it makes him better than everyone else because he doesn't see color, which is so fucking dumb. All right. And, and also like, let me go on a very brief uh, thing here. Um, we really, really need as uh, 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 white people, um, you need to not say, um, I don't see color yes. as if, as if it's a good thing. Um, yep. I don't see color. You think it means, um, I don't think it's a problem that you're black or I don't think it's a, I don't notice it. And it's not like something that interferes with my judgment of you or something like that. Um, and I get why you think that that's a good idea. I get that you think it's a good idea to say that because it shows that like, you're not being affected by um, another person's like appearance or culture or blah, blah, blah. But the problem is that when you say that you're also rejecting and refusing to deal with that person's appearance and culture and race and things like that. Yeah. Um, if you are, if you're constantly saying, I don't see color, then what you're saying is that like, I don't see the things that you are also proud of that you value about yourself. Um, and this is something we really need to fucking stop doing. It's All also right. just a fucking privilege that white people get to say. Yeah. And because, because the whole thing is like, because white is the default in, 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 in these people's eyes when they say this. Like, white is the default, and I don't see color means that, like, oh, I don't think that you are outside of the of what someone can be normal. And that was another scene mm-hmm. in this book, too, where mm-hmm. when she said, yeah, we were the black girls. Yes. And we acted like the black girls that we had seen in, like, mm-hmm. magazines or the that one channel or, like, that kind of thing where... <laughs> BET at the time, probably. Yeah. yeah. And... So I would say I really like that scene. Um, and then the other scenes for me were all of her nightmares. Oh, okay. Interesting. I really, really, I thought that those were written in such a like visceral way. Okay. That um, I really, I like really enjoyed those. And I, and I loved how a lot of the times you didn't know you were slipping into them. Yeah, the, sudden, the imagery kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. Yeah, all, yeah. the one with her dad. Yes, it was after yes. Halloween, and yep. her, and I was like, wait, why is her dad like dragging her places? And, like, why is her dad being a piece of shit all of a sudden? But yeah, yeah. and so um, that I that was something to me that I really really liked. What were your favorite scenes? Scene. Um, I'm gonna go with like two different. Um, well, uh, these are kind of composites, so I. I apologize for breaking the rules of this. Um, the first is 
um, uh, Sata, uh, Sata, uh, S-A-T-T-A, is the person who comes into the village uh, that she's staying at in Liberia to bring the family over to Sierra Leone uh, to re- to reunite them with her mother, and then and, and from there go back to America to get away from like the civil war and all the strife in the area and everything. Um, how it's presented when she first comes into the village from uh, Weetu's point or Tutu's point as a fi- as a five year old, um, combined with the the later scene where um uh where where where, where, where yeah. they're describing her uh, what when it's, again it's the it's the five year old but when they're continuing that scene after the interlude of the mother coming through and like detailing how she you know is living in New York City flies down to Sierra Leone goes to the border sets up the person the, this rebel soldier to come get her family out of Liberia and bring them into Sierra Leone um so that's like that's all in between these two uh, the same scene but like you know again bookended by like 100 pages or something like that yeah. I, I i i thought that was really really well yeah. done both her coming into the in, into the um the village and everyone being terrified that that they'd been found out and that the rebel soldiers were coming to to invade it basically and then the part of that scene you know 100 pages later where she has to convince um uh papa that like they are actually that she's actually there on the behest of ma'am and not instead yes. like someone who is trying to kill them all or kidnap them or something like that. Those were like some, I don't know if heartbreaking is the right word, but like I understand very much the, the lack of communication there. You know what I mean? Like, the, like the, how do you oh, convince, yeah. how do you convince, how each of you convince each other that you are actually on the same, same. team? Yeah. 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 I thought the, scene, was- the scene where they're on the bus going yeah. back to Sierra Leone. Yes. And- yes. Um, when Sato is like, you, like, you're going to have to go through, they mm-hmm. don't let men through. So you're going to mm-hmm. have to go mm-hmm. up. And when the, when Pa looks at her and says, if anything happens and she goes, I'll yeah. take them to your wife. Yeah. I yeah. almost started tearing up. I was like sitting in the backyard reading and I read that and I just started, te- cause that's such a real, like f- fucking feeling. And like that little sentence to me was just like. Oh, a small a, a small sentence that implies a huge thing, which is if yeah. these men take me out off the side of the road and shoot me in the head, please bring my my, my daughters to, to my 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 half orphan daughters to their mother. Like if she is in yeah. fact who she, where you say she is, because we're relying on your word and a picture and nothing else too. Yeah. Um. And also, I, I now now that we're thinking about this, like going back, the scene where, uh, her. I believe it's her father gets pulled aside at the checkpoint and they make so yeah. much noise that they end up checking on him again and eventually passing him through instead of most likely again, shooting him on the side of the road. That was another, like, I, I think what that, I think with, with Amos too, the scene with Amos too, like, because I, and, and that's a very, very good call because this is all part of a larger picture of like, this is so much happenstance. Like, 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 like for you know, you know the phrase yeah. like, you know, uh, there by the grace of God goes me. Like that, like yeah. in so many sections of this book, could have been like a simple coin flip of luck means that someone else is dead, um, or or yeah. that everything happens to work out magically too. But like the, but like obviously in this in this case, because things worked out 
mostly okay, the flip to tragedy is much more likely. And like, I think that was one of the things I hammered home, like just the chaos factor of all of it. I'm going to spiral again. Ah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bring us to the world is completely unfair and unmanageable. But it's not even that it's unfair. The world is the world. Like the world is just yeah. like not. It's like the. But it's not even like a word. The word. The world is just what. Like it's just what. It's just gonna do. The world is gonna do. Yeah, it's just what happens. And that is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yep, but the there's... world is just gonna do. You know what is something that really freaked me out recently. And uh-huh. this has, this does show just how much of an asshole I am. But uh, I was thinking about, I was spiraling about like the brain and like sure. your mind and stuff like that. And um, there's, I saw a TikTok. I feel like I should drink every single time I say I saw a TikTok. I fully support that for point, a lot of so. reasons, but go ahead. So I saw a TikTok that was um, this woman who was saying, how come when I'm typing, every single time that I think and realize that I'm typing, I start typing really poorly. But like <laughs> when I'm not thinking about it, yeah. I'm typing really well. And then this other guy, his name was Hank Green. He's a pretty well-known. Yeah, I'm well aware of him, yeah. He comes on he was like, I know something pretty interesting. He was like, if I were to give you a blank template of a keyboard, would you be able to fill out every single key yes you would uh 75 plus for sure i could not i could not honestly i couldn't even tell you what letters on the top row right now if you let me put my hands out in front of me like i'm typing i'm i'm, I'm, I'm pretty damn sure you get all of them i don't think so. i couldn't really okay interesting so but the whole point was that like, yeah please isn't it weird that your brain knows things that you don't yes yes this is an interesting one for me yeah that like and I was sitting there and he said that and I was like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> like midnight as I'm like going through, I give myself like 20 minutes to go through TikToks before I like wind down. And then all and of a sudden was, you're like up for five hours. <laughs> this was like one of the last ones. And I was like, no, what do you mean? My brain knows things that I don't know. How? I know every fucking song lyric mm-hmm. to ever exist on my own. Thousands and thousands of music, and I, I can't, I would not be able to. I truly don't think I'm looking at you right now and not looking at my keyboard, and I don't think that I could even tell you where where my the letters of my name are. <laughs> really, middle finger, pinky, index down row, middle up row. Yeah, it's like it's not. Uh, our brains work different ways for this, but I, I already I, got it wrong. I did try to do you already, it. You already fucked it up. My I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. T- mm-hmm. D and A are on the same line, and then N and I are pretty much vertical of each other. And I still have no, no I, fucking yeah. idea. I, I'm, I'm honestly not gonna make fun of you at all for this because, like, I. Go 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 go. I but I because I very much understand this idea because. Um, my brain will wander sometimes into territory that I kind of like, you know, it's almost like a Looney Tunes, like where, where, where like they're walking through the, um, the scene and then they walk like 10 steps into a blank white page and then, you know, and then, and they finally look around they're like, Oh, 
oh, hold on a second. Uh, like <laughs> every now and then, my brain leads me into like wild territory that I was not expecting, yeah. and it has to like kind of reground itself before it actually like moves on to something fruitful. There's okay, so two things I want to bring up, and then yeah. we can go back to talking about the book. Yes, one, <laughs> there's an episode of SpongeBob. St- stick with me. There's uh-huh. an episode of SpongeBob uh-huh. where Squidward is traveling to the future. Okay. And he travels so far into the future that he's just in a white space. And where the word Oh, hi, Ken Loon, short story book. <laughs> Holy shit. We're like... Yeah, menager, paper menager. Yeah. Yep, yeah, we're like, he is just in this big white space. And the word like, future, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. future. Like, all in different like fonts and stuff like that until he's like all filled up. And he's like cr- being so... That's fucking scary. Yes. Yes. The other thing I was going to mention has escaped me. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> well, much wow. like uh, Way Too Moore's family, it's getting out wow. too much of a terrible transition. Was, um, I normally do the bad transitions. That was bad. But... Yeah, I know. Um, though I will say the other like kind of scene pairing um, is is related to what we talked about um, a little bit before. Um, how the end of the story, she talks about how like not every story is this like tragic mm. um like, uh, like people do make it people yeah and all, but, but also like don't not portraying africa as like the dark continent or something yeah. like that as, as this like inescapable place of poverty and war and strife and blah blah, blah. and that was what, what, because one of the other scenes that i loved was yes. um was a scene in the church in new york when the um the former per, uh, the person that had been to liberia comes back and portrays the country as like a completely backwards third world like uh utterly miserable type of place in order i assume to like drum up support and like get donations and stuff like that or maybe it's just how they saw it because it wasn't america um and that was a incredibly fucked up um and b like fits very very succinctly with this with the overall uh with one of the overall points of this book which is which is to not portray africa as a and I'm like one place and be um, just like the worst place in the Desolate. world as opposed yeah. to a place that is, that was affected by tragedy. And also like, I, I think that one of the main things is like portraying Africa as like full of life and like mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of these things. There is another scene again, like this book has amazing, so many fucking amazing scenes. Yes. The scene mm-hmm. where, um, Wayatu was talking with her friend, and I'm totally blanking on her name. Who finds oh, the Japanese out... student? Or... No, 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 oh, no, no. Someone else. Okay. Uh, her friend who finds out that she is from night, like has like Nigeria. Yeah, I went through that one too. Yeah, go ahead. And and Wayatu is like, "That's really cool for you. Like, I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I'm happy for you." But didn't give her friend the type of excitement. Yeah. And then her friend was like. But you like you don't know what it's like to not know where you're from. Like you you don't know what mm-hmm. it's like to be stripped of your heritage and your culture. Like you don't know what that's like to like not have whatever. Like not have that, you know, sense of I don't want to say home, but like sense place. of place. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was a really awesome portion in this book too, where Raya too was like Oh, I thought like I had never, I hadn't thought about it like that because like, I, I just hadn't. So like, there are so many levels of like yeah. learning in this book and like doing better. Because 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 like the person that's like the person that's talking to her about this like also has to be aware that like 
she fled her home during a civil war too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's not like she is in a because I believe like a decent portion of this book is kind of a way to um I don't want to be too familiar, way too more like coming to a um acceptance is the wrong word. She's always pretty like very accepting of her past, but like a, 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 a pre- appreciation for this is like her whole place. Um, and, and, um, like her, her families and again, going back to see her grandmother and everything like that as well. Um, and I understand why, even if she understood the point of her friends, Ashley. like Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. I, I thank you. Cause it was, I, yeah. I remember cause it was L E A I G H at the end of it. Yeah. Um, she, um, even understanding like her point, it's also like, yeah, but like, are you really going to throw that back at me for, for, you know, for, for, for having my own place when I've been, you know, when, when I had to flee it, when I, when I have not been able to actually enjoy it as like a, a you know, a place I could go back to easily and like have fond memories of and shit like that. But I think that that's a whole other conversation though, because like what, what has happened to her is obviously a terrible tragedy, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that what has happened to her friend is no, 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 very, very, yeah. And I know that you don't like think that, but like, <laughs> just want to make that very clear. I understand that you don't think that, but like, yeah. I think that in that situation and that conversation that they were having, Ashley was like, "Wait, like, why, like, why are you not more excited for me?" Like, and then brought, and then she did bring in, she did say a shitty thing though, where she was like, well, you're just super American now. Like you barely can talk the, about the, Liberia. This is, and, and that's kind of like, I guess the aspect that I, that I mean of it in that, in that, like, it feels like you are, it feels like that person in this moment was pitting two things against each other, as opposed to two things that could also just kind of be side by side. Like yeah. so, someone who had. Uh, uh, the unspeakable tragedy of not being able to know who her people was or where she may have came from and so, or who her, who her tribe was and things like that versus the person who did know those things and was forcibly removed from them and, and, and was not able to get back in touch with them for, you know, oh, years and years and years and years because of the problems that were, that existed, existed in that country. So, you know what another little detail is that I just remembered that I really loved about this book. Mm-hmm. One, I love the dad. Oh okay. yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, two, the scene where um, Pa was making all of the his daughters put on shoes for like the first time. Okay. And when Wayatu was like, uh, was like, oh, I don't want to put on sh- like I don't want to put on shoes. Like why? Like these hurt. Like these hurt my feet. And like that little <laughs> scene by itself to me was just like, oh, like. It, it was like a small thing that made it seem so not that it wasn't real. Of course it was fucking real, but it made it seem so like tangible. I yes. Guess. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, I really like that. Scene. I, what was, I, I, I was going to say, what was your um, favorite quote? <laughs> um, a lot of these, a lot of the things I liked from this book were like larger pieces or larger sections or so, like things that were not easily distilled into like, uh, single quotes. Um, the thing I actually ended up coming, like landing on as a, as a favorite quote was 
something that was not a big deal in this book. And I also like do want to make that very clear. Like this is not something that is a large part of, uh, of the story of this book, but something in the description that I found very true and interesting, uh, which was on page one Oh three, at least in my edition, um, long distance relationships begin beautifully <laughs> and suddenly sometimes by accident. And thereafter smoke rises, not because all is burned to ashes, but because there is something left in the pipe. That's uh, literally what I was wondering if that was, yeah, if you, knew, we were, if you knew me that well, when we were talking about favorite quotes and I was like, mm-hmm. fucking know it. I yeah. fucking know it. Yeah. So so yeah. So for for a little behind the scenes to the audience at home, we 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 talk about this kind of stuff at least what we want to talk about in our whole like you know pre pro whatever the fuck you want to call it meetings. Um, but we do not often say the actual thing that we're going yeah. to talk about. We're waiting for the podcast to I do that. Ha- I had a feeling that it was going yeah. to be the same one. I had yeah. such a strong feeling that, that it was, was going you, to be you, the same you were, thing. So yeah. So so you so you were right on the same page with that one. Uh, you I, I I almost wanted to ask you before we went into recording. I was like. Uh-huh. What page is it on? Yeah, yeah, just to make to see if it yeah, actually my, lined up properly. Like, yeah, uh, fucking awesome. I, I, I think I think the thing that like, so I, I like quotes generally speaking that can distill. Um, and this is not like a weird and groundbreaking thing to like, of course, but I like quotes that can distill a larger feeling into a very particular like, oh sentence or two or like oh wow that's that that explains something very complex in a very simple way um and this is true and i think the thing before for me is that um in long distance relationships unless of course something like definitive happens uh you can always kind of blame it on the long distance do you know what i mean like you all you can always kind of say like well um we had these problems and you know we had a couple of different issues that we maybe could have worked out, but phew, the long distance kind of got yeah. in the way of that. It's always kind of like the the backdrop to a lot of the the other problems that you think that you might have, and because of that, it's a lot easier to hold on to it as like something that might have worked out or could work out still, even theoretically, depending on like where you are in your life. And I thought that was a very like good way to put that. Yeah, and I love the next sentence too, where. There was there was the other side of love. Everything infuriated me. Everyone was guilty. Yeah, we're like yeah. talking about the breakup and like how difficult it could be. And oh, I don't know. I just thought I really love that line. And I think that obviously this being a book that and being um, a, a memoir that you know you and I haven't ever had this experience of and course of course yeah, yeah we'll never have this type of experience <laughs> well um, just wait till climate change wreaks its ugly uh, <laughs> uh that's yeah. true but like that was something that i could connect with really heavily and like that relationship aspect of and the relationship yeah. like not even just like relationships with significant others but like the relationships with like parents and the really yeah, sure. siblings but like re- relationships with friends and everything like that that she portrait like she showed and talked about and everything like that i think that the way that she wrote about relationships Mm -hmm. was um and her and like her place in these relationships was very 
I, it's like, can I say realistic? Like, it's fucking real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of but, course but, it's realistic. But it, she poor, but, but she, she puts wrote it in a way it. still. Like, so, like, yeah. like, they're, 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 like, it, like putting it in that way and making it feel real involves craft. So yes, mm-hmm. I think you can say that because like just because something existed doesn't mean that someone captured it properly and put it down on the page. So I, yeah. I think that's I think that's totally fair. Uh, both as commentary and potentially as criticism, if you go a different way with it too. Um, and, and and speaking of like, I do want to get a little bit into like the structure of this because like it admittedly did lose me a bit as far as why she did it the way she did because um like the the first like the larger portion of uh, of the book is um her as five years old like fleeing like uh, uh, moving through Liberia and fleeing Liberia eventually um but also uh, to be fair at some point early on in the story like just life in Liberia mm-hmm. um. And then she has the section where she is talking about growing up in America or growing up in the United States, I, sh- I should say. Um, and then flash forwarded kind of like a, the rough adult age that she is as she's writing this, like I, a couple of years removed, but like, you know, grad school, post-grad school, like that kind of, that kind of age. Yeah. Uh, and then it switches into, um, her mother's point of view and figuring out how she gets them out and, and, and eventually goes and finishes up the whole story with, with the, um, uh, uh, her five-year-old point of view again. The thing, honestly, that still sticks with me the most is I have no idea why she framed that section around her asking her mother, why did you leave? I had the exact same thought. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when she asked that, that pulled me out of it so hard. Yes. Right. Because like I, I had thought mm. like, but this might be cult. Like this might just be a, a cultural thing that like me. I don't know. Like the fact that she didn't know. I think you know what I think it was because I've actually been thinking about this moment since we started talking about it during this like, sure. recording. Because that's that has stuck with me, like. After after reading it, everything like that, and I think it was, I I think it wasn't the like why did you leave? I think the question realistic like really was like, like why like why didn't we know that you like why didn't we know why you left or like why did okay, you stay okay. away? Like I think that be like it couldn't have been that she didn't know that her mom was getting her fucking masters. Like there's that's, she had a that's... Fulbright. There's no way that she yeah. did. But maybe she didn't. Like but, but but also like the thing the thing is like and that's why it stands so incongruous for me. That's why that's why it doesn't seem like it fits to me because like there like there's a portion in, in in the section um later on from our mother's point of view where she talks about um how um confident um uh papa Gus. papa I don't want to like you know, I, I don't want to like His name is Gus. Gus there Yes, yeah. uh, Gus Moore. Um, it, it, how confident he is that he's willing to let his wife go do this Fulbright. He was so uh, excited too. He was like exactly supportive. To, like yeah. yeah, and because like because a he knows that she comes from a line of mother mothers or the female side of her family oh. who is very much oh. yeah yeah love uh, that fucking scene yeah who who very much like are, are like are fully supportive of all of the women getting as much education as much power as much like yeah. um autonomy as possible and the balance of that being Gus being able to say I trust you I love you like make 
you have oh. a great opportunity make yourself better make, you know make everything you can out of this and then like come find us again or come find me again yeah. whatever you want to say um and that's why it still sticks to me if that's a value that she can replicate in this like story of her mother and father so well then why is she, why is the framing device her asking that question of her mother um yeah. even even as a child like i i or no as an adult is when she asks she doesn't ask it when she's like five years I old thought- she asks it when she is like a grown-ass person going back to Liberia. And I also didn't quite understand why though, like when she was five years old, why they weren't telling her why. Like when she said like, where is ma'am? She's gone. Like, well, where is ma'am? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's in America. Well, where, like, I, I, I figured that there would have been some sort of narrative of like, she is studying like she is and maybe that was just like her being five and at just asking where her that, mom is that's what I, that's what i was gonna say like the only thing like i i can like comment for sure is that um maybe this was a older person trying to ascribe scenes to a five-year-old child that she really doesn't yeah. remember that well like I, I i the only real quick the only other kind of like even and this is not comparable, but like a close to comparable story is uh, "What Is the What" that Dave Eggers wrote about a um, the biography of, of a, a a boy who escaped the Sudan uh, during like war, war there and everything. And they had to call that fiction because uh, so many of the recalled conversations and stuff like that were were, were not possibly identifiable as fact yeah. you know you know what i mean and so like part of me was like okay this is a biography so this is all kind of you know it's hearsay but it's but but it's your own story as opposed to like someone telling your story so i understand why this is still biography as opposed to fiction but like i don't know how much breadth we give that i don't know how much leeway we give that in terms of this type of thing you're talking about right here yeah. where it's like do we say that she doesn't remember anything about the framing of how her mother left or do we think that this was totally presented in a very weird way as you're saying like yeah i don't know i i i I just feel like there would have been especially with how strong her mom was and like the Mm. conversation that that ma'am had with the man on the bus also like Mm. talking about the world just being the fucking world and situations just happening to you the fact that yeah. she sat next to him and that yeah, he was like yeah, i know sure. i know a rebel who is posing as a rebel who can get families in yeah. and out and like that whole situation just fucking happening but when he when he said oh my wives would be too jealous of you and then she goes and he, and he asked her he was like oh like how many wives yeah does your father yeah. have and she's like one what about grandfather just one one what about yeah. you just one. just one and he's like wow like you only he only had one wife like you a very powerful man to you know get you to like to help you get over to america and she's like powerful, powerful women. women yeah uh, i fucking love that scene 100 that like that 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 like honestly if, if i was doing a like like bang for the buck type quote that would probably be the one from the story like that yeah. like that 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 was because not only is it some kind of like it, you can't easily dismiss it as some kind of like eh, girl power type shit or something like that. It, it is very like rooted in the entire story and rooted in the story of like the, the, the woman that, that married these men and everything like that throughout the, throughout the ages. You know, ages, so the you question, know, generations. the question that she asks her mom of like, why did you leave? I think there's also just like so much compacted trauma. Like, I mean, obviously there's a lot of fucking trauma, but I, yeah. I, I feel like there's so much compacted trauma and guilt and like 
what if mom if mom was here would things have been different like if like sure. i i feel like and she talks about going what Wayati Moore talks about going to a therapist in the book and like does and mm-hmm. then stops going and then is like working through this narrative and I feel like that question that she asks her mom is very trauma driven and not like why like, I don't think I think she know like she knows that her mom like, yeah, yeah. She, I, she knows that she but but that we but, don't but, get but, well we don't get that as a reader but but it's but it's like if you ask that if you, if you ask that question of your mother in that moment then like i totally get it like even if you actually know yourself like even if you're like t- pulling one of those like you're not my real dad things like when you're a kid even if obviously that's your real dad like yeah. that's that's its you, own thing did you pull that Ooh. did you <laughs> one time <gasps> and my dad was like no i'm Obviously, and I was like, yeah, I know. I feel like shit immediately after that. Um, I didn't even, honestly, did not even fathom that as a possibility to say. Well, guess what? You weren't a shithead who watched too much TV, apparently. <laughs> at, but, some, at some, at some point. Did you have life. any? Did you have? Like, oh, like, no, no, no. I just don't even get It was all like, I'm upset right now, and I want to have some kind of like... Uh, bomb to drop a uh, drop a, 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 as as I, as I make this like grandiose statement about why I can't like go out and play until eight or something but, like that. But yeah, I love how you're, the bomb that you're going to drop is something that he was like. Well, you're no. Be real to, no, I yeah, def- I, definitely I, am, buddy. <laughs> I literally am. Like the, the bomb that you thought you were dropping, he probably talked to your mom. Was like, yo, get a fucking kick out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. I hope he wasn't traumatized. But dad, if you're listening to it, I I, I know that you're my real father. I, <laughs> prom- like, yo, I promise. Guess what Andy tried to say tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but 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 you get the idea as, as far as like um the emotional reaction to it but she included it in the story which is the part that is a step further than simply having that like moment or something like that and that was what was like threw me a lot about that moment but also kind of the structure of this book like it it, like that that seemed like a cheap switch to the point of view to have a highlight for it but like there's a lot of other points that i don't understand why she structured it the way she did because like it doesn't seem like they got a lot of benefit out of it like, i don't i don't i don't really see did you like the structure of her mom's story did you like that switch i i i i i did in that i want i needed to know how that whole thing worked out I needed to know how that whole thing happened. And if that is the function behind why she had to make a switch to her mother's point of view, that I totally understand. It's more that like, it seemed like you took all the steam out of it and out of the story in the middle and then kind of like bookended it with it instead. And when, and and, in the end, the last like 50 odd pages or Mm -hmm. so, maybe 75 are like really heart pounding in the chest even though you know that the people that are in it yeah. survive it's still fucking terrifying like the scene that you mentioned when I, well I, I was gonna say when they're on the bus and they hear the rebel soldiers behind them yes. who have guns and are obviously high and are 14 that was like, also something that i didn't know was happening when they were like oh yeah, yeah all like, the children the, the child soldiers chil- the child soldiers yeah, that's, are high that's the whole thing yeah 
Uh, I had, and this is just that's know, in it's in the emo scene a little bit too. Yes, um, but there a lot I, I should say. But yeah. So I started researching it more, obviously, because I'm trying to educate myself yeah, on sure. things. Um, but I, yeah, I had no idea that that was like a, some something that ha- like that happened. Because because how do you treat trauma? Like, uh, or, or how, or how do you, how do you try to make sure that trauma does not like impact you in any way? Like, um, from such a variety of, of, of things get, in these situations. Or how do you get people to think that you're like, not, quote unquote, God? Oh no, I did quote unquote. <laughs> but, but you don't have that rule, so it's okay. No. Yeah, um, no, you're right. Yeah, like, I just feel like, I, I feel like that that scene in the in the bus was heart pounding i i liked the switching to the mom's perspective the only thing that i would say that i was was holding me back was that i was expecting her to switch back to her perspective and so i was waiting for that mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sometimes i would start a new chapter and think like okay now this is like way out to more yeah but then it wouldn't be it's so like yeah. there would be times where i was like expecting it to then like go back to the other scene. But and you kind of gave like either like um, you weren't giving your full attention or you weren't yeah. like giving, you weren't, you weren't fully invested in like the, the scene you were in or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess like I think it's like, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how you do this otherwise. Like a beat because it's hard to kind of like um, create a brand new structure from one that, like that exists. But I, I don't understand why, I, I didn't like some of those transitions as previously previously stated, but I also don't understand why you need to uh, break the story off in the middle, uh, completely cutting the tension because by doing so you under you already know who lives and and, and comes out of that uh, of that circumstance, and that's not what you want to highlight. Obviously, that's not the the yeah. point that you have to get across, and that's totally fair. But like. I, I'm trying to understand the function of it, like to uh, to drive a certain point home or to reinforce like a um, a moral or a point of view, and I, I honestly can't find it, or at least I haven't found it so far. I should say, from that scene or from the entire book itself, uh, just or from you know, that in, portion. In, no, in terms, of, and sorry, I apologize. From in terms of why she structured it the way she did, I'm trying to find out oh. what she wanted to get out of it, like what I, she wanted to highlight, what she wanted to. I like, thought that you didn't know what the point of the story was, and I was like, I can oh, no, read no, no, the no, last no, paragraph no, if you want. No, 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 no. <laughs> that part, that part, we're okay with. It's more. It, it was more about like what the choice, the the narr- the narrative choices that she made um, within the larger stories that she had to tell. I think that it follows stages of going through trauma, like of not getting over, but like moving through trauma. And I think that the time, like going through different timelines and being thrown back and being thrown into things. I think that that is, I think that it mirrors what happens in your mind when you're trying to like cope with something Mm -hmm. that's fucking big. That was what I, how I kind of visualized the narr- like the narrative structure. That's fair. I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure I'm sold as, on that as an explanation, but I do get why you are saying that for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think that that's, and I also, 
kept on telling myself like I don't know how fucking memoirs are <laughs> supposed to go. <laughs> I don't know how you narrativize that. Like I don't. What do you want? What do you want from me? I read fiction. What God damn you, it! What do you want from me? I read YA. Like <laughs> I read I read Grisha stories. <laughs> I, 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 no, I have no patience for this. Andy, you know what I just realized? Oh no! I think this is the first episode where you don't mention Game of Thrones. Fuck you. Drink and cut it right now. Right now. <laughs>